Now back to the Pete McMurray Show. The new season of A&E's Hoarders is available now. Let's say hello to the guy who changes people's lives. It's Brandon Bronob. Brandon, thank you for joining us. I want to explain to people about hoarding because when people think hoarders, they think, oh, the basement is filled with stuff. Can you explain that this is a mental illness? It's crazy. Oh, absolutely. I mean, the, the funny thing is we get the phone calls initially from clients that often say, oh, I got a little bit of clutter or a little bit of an issue. It's, it's, uh, it's a big deal. It's a big, it's a big issue. And more recently, over the last five years, it's been classified in a lot, of, a lot of states as a mental health, which helps for the insurance being able to cover the mental health aspect. So it's, it's definitely not just a little bit of clutter. It's, it's really some issues that we really need to give it a lot of attention to. Can I explain uh, when I discovered hoarders? I was a paper boy back in the day, and back in the day, people didn't pay through the office most of the time. You had to go to their house, so I had to go to people's houses and collect, and there was this guy two blocks away where he opened the front door, and there was just piles and piles of things. And I didn't think much of it until I was in college when I uh, was installing water meters as my summer job, and people would let me into their houses And Brandon, I couldn't believe it. They had things stacked to the ceiling. There was just a maze through the house because it was just filled with junk. And now when I see this show, it's like, oh, my God, I just can't believe what these people are going through. Right, right. No, I mean, it's it's interesting because before the show, uh, most people didn't really know what to explain. They just sort of broke it up or solidified it as a little bit of junk or or messiness, but, you know, having the show and seeing the emotional and mental aspects that are involved in it, you know, people have been a lot more sympathetic towards the fact that it's just not a messy person not wanting to clean their house. And I'm sure when you first saw it, you're like, this guy must really like newspapers, right? Yes. Oh my (laughs) gosh. Yes. I, I just remember this episode is so old, but it, it has stuck with me because it really points to the mental illness portion. This woman, her plumbing no longer worked because her house was in such disrepair. She couldn't get anyone in there. And so she just started wearing diapers. Oh, but no. Then instead of throwing the diapers away, she just threw them in her bathroom. And eventually <gasps> the acids from the diapers ate away her floor. Oh, my gosh. And it was so... It was just like watching a train wreck because I felt bad like peering into her life it was it was shocking. I mean, how many cases do you see that are that bad where they're living without functioning services like water, heat, electricity? No, I mean, hundreds. I mean, we've been in this space for over 11 years and we've done over 868 transitions. So in the course of that, you, you see a variation of different tendencies. You know, the one you're referring to now will be classified as a syllogomania hoard where this is a person who's hoarding trash. Uh, it's just they're very simple. A person who, who opens up a sandwich, a, a box or back, a bag of food, and they're done and they just throw it on the floor. Um, and over time, the accumulation, it deteriorates. And then you begin to see with those kind of hoards, the accumulation of mice, you know, you see an infestation of rats and hoard, uh, rats and, and so forth. It's, it gets really, really sad when you start seeing those kind of cases. But, you know, uh, it sounds like you, you saw one that might have been releasing some form of gas over time. Wow. We're talking about Brandon Bronoff from A&E's Hoarders. I saw an episode, this guy, Eric, 
Um, he had $150,000 in credit card debt because he just kept buying things and buying things. And it looked like to me, and we've talked to psychologists on this show, that he was attaching a memory to each little item, even though he didn't even open the box. And getting rid of that item, it's like he's throwing away the past. Yeah, I mean, those, those scenarios are true. I mean, I've often seen a lot with uh, the Amazon or the home shopping situation is mm-hmm. the, the, the gratification that a lot of clients get with the FedEx and the UPS guy dropping off. It's almost like getting a new gift every day. Yeah. I think there's two things that shock me about this the most is when you first see an episode of Hoarder, you're like, there has to only be five people in the entire country who live like this. But you're saying 800 cases and there's probably thousands more out there that we haven't seen. I'm just curious, what do you think the relapse rate is with all of these people? How many actually kind of live a, a cleaner, more regular life, and how many just go right back into the hoard? I mean, that's a great question. I mean, hoarding has a very, very high recidivism rate, uh, and usually on, I mean, the numbers can scour up to 70 to 75 percent of people who, who hoard uh, re, re, you know, go back into rehoarding again, uh, which is why, at, you know, in Lifecycle, we, we tend to do system. We have a routine package where after we do the initial cleanup, you know, we, we come up with, you know, a game plan to sort of curtail some of those tendencies that we've noticed throughout the transition process. Because it's, it's a combination of the, the Dr. Zazios, the Dr. Tolins, but the, the in-home element you know, has to be intact in terms of making sure that they're taking out the trash, they're separating, sorting, organizing on a routine basis. Otherwise, you know, in two months, three months, you can see a thirty, $100,000 hoarding project go back to the way that it was in less than a year. When I see the show, I, I, I just think to myself, I wouldn't have the patience to work with these people because why are you keeping a humidifier that's 17 years old still in the box? You're not going to use it. And these people are so attached to these items or an old beat up lamp that doesn't work that they just won't throw away. But you have to remind yourself it's a mental illness and it's baby steps to get these people going. Yeah, it is. And, and you know, the things that you and I would not take very seriously, I have no attachment whatsoever. You know, they can have an attachment on a Dunkin Donuts container. I mean, because it's, it's theirs. It's, it's what they purchased. It, it gives them a gratification or an emotional feeling that you and I can never relate to. But the, the part of the process that the show focuses on is, is being sympathetic and compassionate towards those situations by offering the necessary care along the, 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 the illness so that obviously we can sort of nudge the person and encourage them away from those those problematic tendencies. A&E's hoarders. Brandon Bronaugh, thanks for coming on, buddy. You're welcome. Thank you for having me.